Hey everybody, this is Ollie Freeletics Ambassador from the UK. This is Angelo, Ambassador from the United States. Welcome to the Shape by Gods podcast. Okay, welcome back to the Shape by Gods podcast. We are into episode four now. Before we get going, there's a quick recap from last week's show. We spoke about why the name Shape by Gods for the podcast. Uh, we spoke about uh, the names of the Freeletics Gods workouts uh, that have always been named after mythological gods and how uh, the mental journey that we went through completing those workouts for the first time and then continuing to work on those workouts uh, and improve not just physically but mentally uh, and the difference that has made to our lives um, and the things that has taught us uh, that we've we've applied to other areas of our life it just seemed like the right sort of name we needed to we needed to mention those gods in the name um, so we also had our first regular feature last week the um, workout of the week which we we're going to have another version of this week uh, last week we had Athena we put some questions to you your experiences with Athena um, your PBs, we wanted to know. Uh, we're going to get to those a little bit later on. We've had some responses. We're going to get to those a little bit later on in the show. And this week, we're going to cover some very interesting topics. Angelo, something that I have a lot of experience with. We're going to talk about uh, injuries a little bit later on. Um, but first, we're going to kick off with a discussion about motivation and the importance or not the importance or not of motivation. Uh, what do you think about motivation as a, as a general topic? It's a huge topic, I know, but uh, let's kick start with a, a little chat about motivation, Angelo. Yeah. Um, yeah, motivation can be a huge subject and uh, almost uh, never-ending, you know, like all the important subjects. And motivation can be found either in music, either on uh, ideas, either on anything items maybe you have a picture you know maybe you have a friend motivation can be found anything yeah uh it's gonna be another subject to talk about today about what makes you motivated to work out and what when you don't have any motivation what makes you press that start button you know and uh and do a god workout and just kill it you know just go give your best when you have zero motivation that's really yeah. the subject 100%. And you touched on the thing that a lot of the things in your initial list of things were, were almost physical, um, you know, things that, that, that might motivate people like music or a picture or something like that. But um, generally speaking, it, it can be a feeling. Uh, and it's sometimes it is simply having enough of something so much so that it, it drives you to change. It drives you into something else. So mm-hmm. if you are able to, I mean, it, the buzzword around the fitness industry for a long time has been why you've got to find your why. Um, and for a lot of people that doesn't really make sense until, until it presents itself to you. It's not like you can look for a why, you know, everybody's why isn't necessarily just hanging around waiting for them to find it. Sometimes it finds you uh, and it can come, it can take you by surprise sometimes, I think. Um, so mm-hmm. I, mean, I never really thought, that um, I, 
the hardest thing I think with motivation is is discovering that you're not motivated because some people don't realize that they're not motivated. So for a long time, you can coast. Uh, uh, my my big change came when I had my first daughter um, and it was a, a year or two after I had my daughter that I sort of realized, hang on a minute, I've just been coasting. I've let myself go and I needed to find something then. And obviously, for me, that was that wasn't difficult to find. I had I had my daughters that I wanted to um to get in better shape for, so I could I could you know be a better father. Uh, for some people, some people mm-hmm. that moment that moment never comes because they could be coasting for that you know throughout their life. They they could have a very normal job or uh, a, and a very normal living situation. And I think sometimes it could be almost a tragedy when nothing comes along to make them feel like they 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 need to do a bit better. Or, or you know they need to change some stuff yeah yeah very true and especially what you said right right now it's very uh, very very sensitive topic too that sometimes a loss of something can uh destroy let's say quote quote uh your motivation but the thing is when is what happens is when the feelings are getting into your why you know when you have your why like let's say you're your daughter and you say what's my why Uh, I want to work out because I want to be, you know, uh, in a great shape father and can keep up with my kids. When my kids are running like uh, 200 meters, I want to be behind them or next to them or running together, you know, mm-hmm. instead of catching your breath and uh, can't move around. Uh, if something happens, then the feelings, you know, uh, may, make blurry your why, you know, you're a little bit, maybe you forget about your daughter because now you're focusing Uh, on your feelings of the loss of something happened like a bad grades at school or you lost your job or you had a fight uh, with a co-worker or I don't know you just uh, could be anything you had an accident with a car or you have to fix the car or the bill is too high in the house it can be anything you know whatever gives you a negative feeling and yeah. uh yeah I think um, I think about... I think I think time can be a factor in that as well because it's all well and good Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I, I use my example uh, my daughter being born uh, it's all well and good using that motivation or finding that motivation to get started on your journey but that the power of that motivation can can depreciate over time where you think okay I've started now um, but that initial reason it was really strong at the start that initial why was really really strong at the start and you can forget and you can lose you can lose your way a little bit so it, it can depreciate over time so sometimes you need to refresh your why or get a new a new reason to do these things and for me what i found i had to do was i had to learn how to to find motivation or or uh, to work out when there wasn't any motivation was another one that, that was something that i um And obviously, we're talking about workouts because that's what we do. We, we we're in the we're in the freeletics world, um, so mm-hmm. our reference point is workouts. But it doesn't have to be workouts. Here's a motivation to do anything, to to study or or to you know work harder at something, or to learn some new skills. So the the power of that reason why you started it can can fade, and you need you need to find a way to maintain that. And I think starting is one thing, and that is probably the hardest thing you can do. But maintaining that that progress and and wanting to get up every single day to do it, and I think actually that's that's another thing that I think is a um, is is a little bit of a uh, misrepresentation on social media. For example, they, there seems to be this impression that people 
want to do this every day they want to get up and, and be motivated every day but that that's not necessarily the case mm -hmm. yeah it's not something that you necessarily find that uh, you know you're quite lucky you want to do this all the time and that, that's not necessarily true um you sometimes you force yourself to do these things because you know that's the best thing to do for you which often can be the hardest thing to do yeah yeah very true very true and um Sometimes you have no motivation, you know, sometimes you wake up and you say, you know, just I don't want to do anything. And um, that's the most critical moment because, um, you know, when you, you you have to keep the habits alive because to get negative habits, habits that can affect your life can come very easy and can, you know, win over the good habits uh, almost instantly. And uh, that's the moment you have to keep fighting when your mind and body goes against you know, your progress, then you have to step up and say, no, you know what, I have to do it. And you have to just take a minute and think about it. What, what is, is going to make you push further? You have to remember, you have to put a goal uh, like a, for a feeling, the feeling of achievement. Let's get, let's say that is very important. Uh, the feeling of achievement when you start the day, when you start the day with a, an achievement is, you know, uh, it's proved that it fixes your day for the it fixes your mood for the rest of the day like if you start the day with a workout let's say very early in the morning the first thing you do wake up you know wash your face get up go for a short run or uh, do a small workout or anything uh the feeling that you're getting that i'm done with it you know i'm yeah. i achieved my workout you can fix it the rest of your day so motivation can be either by product either you can create it with something or uh you, motivation is not gonna last forever. It's something yet that you have to keep looking for it. But uh, you have to turn motivation into habits, and the habits are the ones that keep keep you going and uh, creating, uh, you know, the powerful self that you can have. There was a little bit you touched on there uh, about um, the the feeling after the after the the achievement, which is I think that's the thing that a lot of people become uh, addicted mm -hmm. to. But how do people get over that barrier? Because obviously the actual event of doing the thing that's very difficult, that's the hard thing. So I've had days where um, getting started, obviously that, that's another cliche, but it's so true. Getting started is the hardest thing. You know, get, you know putting your running shoes on is the hardest part of going for a run. Um, so for a lot of people, because the, the joy and the euphoria and the, the victory comes at the end, that is so easy to forget how how that feels and and what and and why that you're putting yourself through that pain um and i think a lot of the time because you forget that feeling and you forget uh quite easily that 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 is the reward at the end it can be very hard for people to get started so what about those who who, who struggle with um who struggle with getting started yeah um i think i would stick i would stick to to what you said in the beginning uh with whoever because that's that's how i started too you know uh my why's and my my purpose um i think you need to find a purpose and to connect it with a feeling so you you have to go after it like when you when you overweight and you struggle to to start and you struggle to do the first step and you struggle to do anything you're not motivated for anything. If you think about yourself, like I want to get to that point because I'm going to look healthier. 
feel healthier. I'm going to be able to run, uh, do workouts, uh, do similar workouts that right now the people, they seem like a superhuman, you know, mm-hmm. when you see somebody that does like 25 pull-ups and you cannot do one, these people are, you know, they seem superhuman to you. But if you start one step at a time, go from two to two to five, five to ten, and you get into twenty-five, you have to find a purpose of it, you know. And always you have to to raise the bar because uh-huh. it keeps going. Is your at one point you're gonna reach your goals, you're gonna achieve them, and you have to you have to look for something else because we, the humans are, are a goal at achieving uh, species. You know, we have to always achieve something else and something else and something else expand um but i think you have to find a purpose of it you know the purpose is it's a it's a whole world by itself as as a word and as a meaning and when you have nothing to motivate you i think you have to think about it what you want to become and just don't look don't look what you have to go uh through just to become who you want to become. Because if you want to run 100 meters, right, and you see the finish line, and the finish line, let's call it, is a million dollars. If you see in between, that is um, uh, fires uh, coming up, you know, like uh, you have uh, nails and cars and uh, whatever, and, and obstacles and other athletes and people, crowd, and of course you're going to get hit, you know. But if you think about that nothing can actually hurt you that much if you can, you know, die or you know uh make you a huge uh damage or whatever you can go through it by being careful and do one step at a time at the end of it you're gonna get to to the finish line but in in the if you see all the people and you see oh my god what is this you know it's impossible you you're never gonna get there it's like you want to cross the road if you if you see the cars and everything you're not gonna get there but if you wait Personally, and you wait for the green light and take your pace and, you know, avoid all the cars and wait for everything to be okay, then you're going to cross the road. You're going to be on the other side. So I think that's the thing. Don't get overwhelmed and don't think about the obstacles because because they take the motivation right away, away from, from you and far away from you. It's, it's, a, case of, it's a case of one step at a time. Um, and I yes, think- exactly. One step at a time. I think what you said about, I mean, they, they, there is sometimes a barrier for people where they do see uh, the achievements of others and they compare themselves now to how the other people are mm-hmm. now. And I mean, there are um, there are cases where you get athletic people who have, who have been athletic since school and obviously they've continued that throughout their adult life and, you know, they've been in good shape all their life. But nine times out of ten, the people that you see there that are doing really well, that are looking, you know, in great shape and, and performing some incredible workouts, nine times out of the 10, they mm-hmm. started, they started where you started. They started with a, about or even worse. Ability. Well, they started even worse. A lot of, maybe they had worse. nothing. Even the... so, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, um, that, that can be a barrier to some people because I think, um, whether or not it's, it's taught or whether or not we learn this from an early age, but for a lot of people, at the start of their lives, um, they are they are told to be realistic, and they are told that you know these achievements that these people are making, you, know, you you got to be realistic. This is you know you 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 can't do that. That's that's you know that's for mm-hmm. these other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might it might be from your parents, but then they're going to tell you that because that's what they were told. And um, I don't know. I think there's a difference, especially in the UK compared to America. This is this this is just an observation, really that. 
in the UK, when you're brought up, you're told you need to you need to um, you need to get through school and you need to be good enough at the end of that to get a job. It doesn't matter what job, as long as you, you know you've got to be earning money, you get a job. So the height of your ambition is to go and work in a, in a supermarket or a fast food chain or something like that. Whereas in from our point of view, it seems like in America, everyone is brought up to believe they could be the next president of the USA. So there's a very different structure here. Everyone is brought up. And obviously, this that's that's a very blanket statement. That's obviously not going to be the case in every in every school, but a lot of kids over there, they you know they're brought up to be to believe that you know you, you can achieve these things, and, and it's a different environment. I think the mm-hmm. UK is the UK is very much behind uh, with with that self belief thing. I think it's catching up a little bit now with 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 the recent um, movements in social media and things like that. But for, certainly for my generation. You were always told, you know, be realistic. You've got to go get a job. So that could be anything, you know, from from working in a supermarket or something like that. You were never told mm-hmm. really you could be, you know, you could be what you want to be. If you put your mind to it and you put you put that work in, you could be exactly what you want to be. As long as you've got that drive and that ambition and you work hard, you know, you, you can get there. But I think that's changing you know, a little bit. You know, that was what you said is uh, such an excellent uh, example about UK and United States uh, because it reminds me a study that they did uh, a few years back. Uh, they took some fleas, right? And fleas are the insect that can jump. It's very small, you know, of course. Mm-hmm. And the fleas can jump up to uh, 30, 30 centimeters or more. Uh, their jump, right? It's pretty huge for the size. Imagine you can jump like 30 meters. It's like crazy yeah. so um, they were putting him in, in the jar right so when they were putting in the in, insect in, in the jar the the, the, ins, uh, the the fleas i mean the fleas can jump over uh, over the jar and just be free so they put the cup in it so the fleas they were keep jumping 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 and they were hitting the uh, the heads on, on the cover mm-hmm. so at one point they stopped and they stopped they were they start jumping right To the, to the point they were reaching uh, the cup. So they reproduce the fleas, and when they reproduce the fleas, they, turn, uh, they put the cup on right away. So now the, the baby fleas, they will start learning how to jump. Yeah. So the, the, parent, the parent fleas and the baby fleas, they were jumping up to, to the cup. So when they took the cup off, they put the fleas outside and they put the bottle right next to them. They were jumping exactly the size of uh, of of the bottle yeah. right while is the while is the insect that can jump 30 and over centimeters so it shows you like you have the ability to jump yeah. higher than any other insect like you are the most powerful one let's say one of the most powerful ones you know and mm-hmm. you can jump very high like you are Oli and you are angelo and you are whoever you know and you can jump 30 meters then you have I don't want to name your parents or friends or any. You have your surroundings, your environment, and it says to you, you know what, you can be a free athlete. You can, you can uh, do Aphrodite. You know, it's very difficult. Don't do it because you're gonna get injured, or don't do it because it's very difficult. And then if you believe them, you, you never, you, you can never do it. You That's will right. never do it. But if you become the person that says, you know what. I'm gonna give it a try, man. I'm just mm-hmm. even if I even if I just be on the floor for the next two days, I want to just try it. I want to just achieve it. And then when you do it, you just automatically you just unlocking your your mind that everything is possible. And the surroundings is it's a huge impact in your life. How much you're gonna progress? How how further you're gonna go? And 
the only advice I have to give to everybody and it's simple. And that's, I think we as free athletes and who knows, you know, the people that they, they're trying their best and to, to the people that uh, my advice is to the people that they want. I mean, or they never tried. It's just hung out with the people that they've done it. The people that they've tried it, the people that they fell and got hurt and they bled and they, stood that back again and they keep trying it because these are the people that can show you that you can do it and you can become unstable and listen to your own voice because you actually you can do almost everything yeah yeah i think that's brilliant the 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 flea the flea story it really did show that um it is limitations that are put in place by this perceived ability that obviously especially if, it, if it's an environment, say, for example, it is your parents and it is your peers and it is your teachers and they've all had that same opinion. Mm-hmm. But they are the people that are responsible for keeping you safe and they are teaching you the things that are vital for your development. So if they teach you, don't touch the fire, it's hot. Don't go near those spiders, they're dangerous. You can't achieve anything. You're going to believe it the same amount as you believe everything else. You know, it's, it's, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, has the same, it has the same weight as all the advice you're given from who you believe naturally is someone that is, is only telling you anything to make sure that you're okay. And that, and that you're, um, you know, why would, why would you believe anything different? So I think, like you said, start hanging around with people that believe, you know, the thing is as well, the difference with the, like the fleas and the humans. So if you were then to integrate a flea into that society who was jumping 30 meters in the air suddenly you think hang on a minute we could do this we are the same we are the same exactly. so, so for the human race we have got elite athletes they were all born equal you know um there are there is there is a certain amount of natural talent but as far as work rate is concerned if you're not born with that natural talent then you develop this work rate but if you can see that it can be done by another human there is no reason whatsoever that you can't work your ass off and get as you know as good as that sometimes even better sometimes there are there are that that combination of work rate study uh training and natural talent that that pushes people to the absolute elite but as far as being you know the best you can be those limits aren't there to be set by somebody else that that is not mm-hmm. something that, that that you should be told your limits aren't uh, someone else's decision that that is uh that is entirely up to you and how much work you're willing to put in and uh, to achieve exactly what it is you want to achieve and you know what's the funny part is exactly what you said is uh olympic games uh is the best example when there is an athlete right and in the beginning uh i remember when we were kids it was 100 meters were like uh let's say 11 seconds right and then you were saying oh nobody can be the 11 seconds then somebody shows up and it does it on 10 seconds. And mm-hmm. then you say, oh my God, this is the fastest person on the planet. Then all of a sudden, people are keep coming and they're doing it like in 10 seconds. And then when it goes down to nine, people are keep coming and they're doing it on nine seconds with a difference of milliseconds. And you went from two seconds, the saying is impossible. Somebody came up, broke that record, and then another group came out and doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. just... I think the only the only solution to every problem is somebody to take a step uh, further than the rest yeah. of the group, just yeah. to show them that look, 
you know i trained harder i brought more discomfort to my to my body you know i just uh, to my mind and discipline and i train again and again and again and again and i did it you know and and it can happen so when the other group sees it it says oh it's possible you know we can do it and you see that whoever says like oh you can't do it it just you know just try your best and it's gonna come as a byproduct over time, over time in your training, or you can lose weight, or you can have six abs, uh, six uh, six pack, or you can have, you can do pull ups, you know, because you uh, too weak or too fat or whatever, too skinny. Yeah, but if you try one and you do every day one and one and one and one, after one week your body's gonna be strong enough to manage to do one perfect, you know, and when then you do two, and then you keep going, you keep going, and you keep going, and you achieve greatness as a byproduct. And then your 15 pull-ups is going to be your warm-up. Yeah, and I, th- I think uh, yeah, the, the byproducts of effect is is another good one uh, uh, where it, it really highlights the importance of enjoying the journey. Um, if you do have a target, that's brilliant. Set that target, but don't forget to enjoy the process of getting to that. You know, uh, of trying to reach mm-hmm. that target. So it's not just a case of I tried it once, I couldn't get there, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Set set that target as a byproduct of the work you're going to put in and enjoy the journey and and you know share your journey with other people uh because mm-hmm. there's we want to hear it and people want to hear these things i mean that this the human race is, in, is incredible the things we can achieve if we just put our mind to it and seeing that progress you know tracking that progress from zip from day zero up until completing that goal or getting near it or getting past it whichever you know just mm-hmm. just track that progress and celebrate it because uh, uh, you know as a species we are we are capable of achieving some incredible things more more than any other species because we've got something different to most of the animals in the in, in the animal kingdom we've got this 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 ability to think and to drive and to change and you know we we still have as a species so much more to achieve and anything is possible and when you said about this the you know the 100 meter sprint what what shows something to me something incredible to me is when the same person beats that record so that shows development on a very personal level it's not just someone else came along and Mm -hmm. they happened to be better it's someone set that record and then they beat it and then they beat it and then they beat it that is that is progress personified yeah, just in one person, yeah. And uh, like we said in the beginning, it would be nice to uh, about them, to talk about injuries a little bit because too much motivation sometimes um, can hurt you if you uh, lose control and, uh, you know, get off track can bring yeah. some uh, negative impact too. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good idea. I think um, obviously one of the hardest things is, uh, is being a very motivated person. When you finally, you finally worked your ass off to get that motivation and to get that drive down and which takes a lot of work it takes a lot of work to become that person who is who is driven and motivated to do it and then the next thing you know you've hurt yourself and that puts you out of action and that can be one of the hardest things to to overcome I think on a personal level injury for me is something I I struggle with in in a in a big way so if I find that for any reason that I can't exercise and work towards my goals then uh it does something to me mentally uh that that is very difficult to overcome i don't know about you i don't know how you deal with not being able to to exercise or or, or to work towards your goals going crazy <laughs> yeah 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 
the 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 thing is we found i think most of us we found uh, the hard way that um you know how to get to injuries and how to find a way not to get into injuries anymore of course it's going to keep coming no matter what mm-hmm. uh because sometimes you don't feel it and overnight you can pull a muscle you can something can happen because you, we are so warm and so active uh because you become so active you know uh when you when you are let's say not an active person the more fit you become the more energy you have and the more active you become by as a byproduct because you feel it and you want to spend it somewhere mm-hmm. and uh, we found the hard way just to stop i mean we never listen to our bodies in the in the first place uh this is something that i did how the injuries came to me um yeah. i had huge motivation i have my purpose to keep going you know to become very fit so i can play basketball for an hour and two hours or just do uh, other different workouts or do freeletics and do um, to break my own records just to be fit and healthy and feel strong. And uh, I got so motivated that I was keep working out every day, but I forgot um, my body, you know, because this is another person. He tries to build from my mind you know what my mind says and and you know it gives order to do the body sometimes you know says you know give me time to relax and i need to build from what you're giving me and i was keep working out keep working out and uh, going crazy at one point i pulled the muscle or i got injured or i misstep because i was too weak or i jumped uh, in a box and i hit my knee and uh, because i was i was too tired from the previous day because uh-huh. i did jumps the previous day i wanted to do jumps again and then i was too weak for it you know i didn't recover properly so we found the hard way uh, through injuries and what i found uh it's just i have to listen to my body the language and what is happening inside and give rest to avoid injuries to give time to recover to give time to be stronger uh give time to build so i can become stronger and um it's like it's like you have two people one person events the wheel and the other one is it tries to reinvent the wheel so we're trying to do just make a connection with two people with these, with these two people so the person can get the answer right away instead of trying to reinvent the will so my message our message probably to the people just you know listen to your body from from the injuries and um because always are happening random times because sometimes you overwork out and you know can be bad can take you can take you weeks sometimes off can can give you months sometimes mm-hmm. off it's been uh it's been one time i was six months out of uh, workouts because uh i injured my knee i was okay. overworking out and mm-hmm. i was doing some uh, workouts that was giving a lot of pressure on my knees and um my right knee just went off and just it was painful every day and it took uh, like six months i wasn't doing any workouts nothing for oh. six months just to recover and come back and start doing again slowly and the thing is if you don't listen to your body and you get injured, all the pro, all the process that you you try to struggle, the pain, and you're waking up in the morning and having a healthy diet and you know pushing every day. After six months, you're over here now again, and you have to go again. And sometimes can can get the motivation out of you know f- from your from your mind. You say, "Oh my God, I have to do this all over again." 
But the thing is, if you don't learn from what happened, if you don't learn from the past, the thing is you have to use the past as a teacher and not as a punishment. You know, if you don't learn from the past, you're going to end up getting injured again. So you just listen to your body, learn from what happened and why it happened. And then if you go back again to where you were, then you know to do the baby steps and how to avoid injuries. When the moment you feel something, let's say you have too sore back from too many uh, pull-ups or pulling something, you know, okay, let's let's take time off and baby steps. Yeah, I think I think it's um it's definitely a case of listening to your body. I think there are times where I mean a lot of a lot of my worst injuries have happened when I was asleep and, and I've woken up and you know my shoulder's gone or something. I've slept funny or because I've got kids, sometimes uh, they wake up in the night and I end up going into their bedroom, sleeping on the floor next to them just to get them back off to sleep. And then the next thing I know, I'm waking up a few hours later and I can't move, can't move. Um, <laughs> I've had I've had injuries where I mean there was a time where we did a burpees challenge. My knee went during that. Um, I fell off my pull-up bar one time, landed on this on you know on the back bottom of my spine. I've recently caught my toe underneath myself uh, whilst doing knee jumps and ended up having to have an X-ray. Um, and I think what I've learned through all my injuries is, um, as far as your mental state is concerned, if if you are the sort of person which I am, that he, he need I, I need that exercise for my mental my mental health i think because you know it gets to a point where if i if i know i haven't been active enough or or haven't been working towards my goal it's something that very naturally builds up inside me and i get very very anxious and i get very very stressed and i get quite quite angry uh, about it um so what i have learned is is, is you've got to adapt so for example i, I you know I injured my toe recently, so it became about. I thought, okay, so it's going to be it's going to be pull ups and push ups. So, so your body works very well. Obviously, everything's linked and it works in a chain. So everything it, you know is related to the other. But you can uh, say, for example, during times where I've had my injured shoulder, you suddenly think, okay, well, that's that out. I'm going to leave that that goal out uh, of trying to you know get a stronger upper body i'm going to i'm going to put that goal on hold and i'm going to be doing squats and and you know and leg raises uh, for the foreseeable future and an injury doesn't mean you stop it doesn't mean you have to stop unless obviously the injury is is uh, such an injury where you have to stop medically you've been advised not to or or you you, you know you listen to your body and, and it's not it's not you know safe or healthy mm-hmm. to to continue but there are things you can do. There are, there are other things you can do. If you have injured your leg uh, um, or or your knee, work on your pull-ups because, you know, you can do pull-ups and completely isolate the injured part of your body. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you've injured your foot, like like I have recently, then again, pull-ups is is a good one. If you've injured your upper body, then you, you know, you've got squats and things. People, there's obviously it's famous in in the fitness industry that, that that nobody seems to like leg day. Some people do. No one likes leg day, but <laughs> if, if you're someone if you're someone who neglects your leg workouts and you've injured your arm or you've injured your shoulder, what better time is there to to start banging out a load of squats and lunges and you know do you just just adapt, especially especially if you are like me where. Uh, you get mentally affected by not being able to work out and, and it, it, it is a difficult time and what tends to happen to me is in my head 
if I get an injury, I'm like, okay, well, that's on hold then. And then the next thing I know, my head's going, okay, well, what's the point of uh, maintaining our healthy diet? We might as well start, you know, and everything just falls off. Everything, I, I go completely off the mm-hmm. rails. Mm-hmm. So finding finding an alternative that that's that's the key thing for me and that goes back to motivation again you know if you've injured yourself the motivation is still there it, you know you, you, the reason that you're doing this is still there so as much yeah. as it can be demoralizing and it can affect your motivation just don't forget you know why you started doing this and 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 how when that injury is healed you want to come back in the best shape as you as you possibly can but you don't want to you don't want to let that injury mean that everything else falls away as well and then next thing mm-hmm. you know you, when you are ready and your injury is healed and you, you know you suddenly you've lost all everything that you'd worked so hard to achieve beforehand so there's definitely things you can do yeah 100 percent. Yeah. you can give uh, your best to rewire your mind you know and find alternatives when you can do That's the best. When you can do the upper body, just do the lower body. When you can do the lower body, just do upper body. And, you know, you're going to yeah. be ahead either way. Yeah. You know, okay, you're going to have to run a little bit more or do more squats when you come back after a lower body injury. But at least your upper body is, is stronger mm-hmm. than ever now. I mean, yeah, obviously, that's great. There, there are injuries that, 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 you know, take you out of the game completely. And that's, that's a completely different animal to try and deal with. So if you say, like, if you've hurt your lower back, for example, where, you know, it's just pain constant pain um you just got to listen to your body and be very careful okay so listen to your body yeah because knows more than you like a hundred percent it's the best doctor you know if you if you feel sore and pain nobody else can tell you you know if if i feel pain and you tell me to run and i follow you then it's it's a, it's a mistake i have to listen to my body that's it tells me you know what warning you have to just wait for me to recover Absolutely, 100%. You're listening to the Shape by Gods podcast. Okay, let's move on from that. I think we could talk about any of these topics for as, as long as people are willing to listen, Angelo, but we will uh, we'll clip that one for now and we will get back to that in future episodes. Motivation and injury, uh, motivation especially, is such a huge topic. I think that's going to be an ongoing uh, topic in every single episode. Uh, every single episode of this podcast uh so let's move on then to our regular feature we had we've had one already uh it's time once again for the workout of the week workout of the week that's right it's our first regular feature that we featured on the podcast uh it is workout of the week last week we had athena for our first workout of the week uh we have put some questions to the audience actually to our listeners uh, and we've received some pretty good feedback from athena so do you want to take one of those angelo yeah yeah that'd be nice uh one uh really good uh answer from uh, a reply for the workout uh was from snow we'll call her no Um, uh, from Turkey, all the way from uh, beautiful Turkey. Um, Snow, did she had her first workout. Back then, Freeletics, this is a very nice uh, parenthesis. Back then, Freeletics, uh, we had like some, the God workouts. They were uh, in three categories, like endurance, uh, standard, and strength. And some workouts, you can customize them. must be more difficult, easier, um, according to what you, how much you're going to push. 
in snow, uh, Athena workout was in a strength mode, like a crazy mode. And um, yeah, it was, she says it was very difficult for her and it was a little heavy. The body was feeling heavy, but she, uh, she made it happen and she made it all the way to the end. Um, her current PB right now on Athena is like a five minutes and four seconds. That's awesome. That's mine so quick. Probably is that's, like, mine probably is like 10 minutes. That's <laughs> yeah. so quick. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Five minutes and four seconds. And she customized the uh, mountain climbers with the strength um, version. And she likes Athena so much. I mean, so far, like as a warm up, you know, sometimes when you have no coach and let's say you finish your journey, um, sometimes I do that too. Uh, I, too I choose warm up as a warm up of athletics. Of course, I want to warm up entirely my whole body so I can be ready for it and avoid injuries. Um, and then like a, a gut workout that can be easy to some and some some people that might find it a little bit more difficult. But over time, as the more you do it, the easier it becomes anything in life. The practice is the master of learning. So yeah, those are very good from, from Snow and selected it. And I like the feedback. Nice. I think yeah, that's that a great workout. That's such a good time. Five minutes, four seconds is such a quick time for, for Athena. Yeah. Um, I've, got, I've got a little bit of feedback from a fellow uh, Freeletics ambassador, Colin, who's, uh, who's, who's based in Ireland. Um, he has said that he hasn't been with Athena for a long time. He says he's been with Athena, but he hasn't been for a long time. Uh, he thinks this is a great workout to give a go if you're new to Freeletics, which that's absolutely true. I think it's a, it's a good builder. It's very difficult the first few times, but it's definitely one that you can improve on quite quickly. Uh, he said it's friendly mm -hmm. enough to not hurt yourself, but sweat will form too. Uh, it's important to get those feet up to the hands on the climbers, though. Uh, and that can get tough. So, yeah, I think a lot of people struggle with the climbers and that how far actually mounting climbers is, is basically bringing your knees to your chest, but the climbers themselves getting yeah. those, hand, those, those feet level mm -hmm. with your hands. That, that is very difficult. And I, uh, personally, that's something that I really have to warm up for uh, any, any, any workout with climbers. I really have to warm up for, to make sure that groin, that groin muscle there is, mm -hmm. is, is nicely stretched. Cause it's, it's, uh, it, it can be quite susceptible. It has to do with flexibility too. You know, it requires, it requires like a ab strength. It requires the, mm -hmm. the leg strength, like a flexibility. Uh, it's very good. Work. It's very, it seems easy workout, but it requires a, a lot, like every god workout. And um, yeah, they can yeah. get tough. Tough. That is tough. That is, that is tough. That's that's great feedback mm -hmm. from Colin. Uh, and we've got a little bit more feedback from Khan. Uh, so uh, his first his first encounter with Athena was on the third day of his first Hell Week. Wow! Imagine that. That's the first time you meet you meet Athena is uh, straight into Hell. It's amazing how people can remember their first encounter as well. Uh, that was what that was whilst he was doing the balance burn journey. Uh, he felt a bit hard to to Khan. Uh, especially in the middle rounds, uh, his PB at the moment is ten minutes forty-eight, which is that's a, that is another great time. But it does really show that that Snow's time was unbelievable. Um, uh, so the main difficulty for Khan was the sit-ups because his core was not strong enough at the time back in the day. Uh, and we've we've seen Khan develop, and he's he's a different animal now. So he's talking about his first experience with Athena. But I think if he was to do it again now, I think he would absolutely smash it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so the climbers. He was doing 25 left and 25 right. So that, that's, that is actually something worth mentioning with Freeletics. So if you've got, if you've got a, an exercise, for example, the climbers, where you bring that leg. So one rep is your right foot 
two rep is your left foot rather than one, two. So, you know, rather than yep. um, doing one of each foot to count as one rep. So he, he was, he actually, that, that does explain his 10 minutes 48. He was actually doing double the rep count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was like a double so, Athena in one Athena. That's a yeah, different, that's crazy. a different, that's a different workout altogether. If you're going to double that's that That's next level count. for Khan, man. That's, that's awesome. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Absolutely. So, so Khan agrees that Athena is a workout which is very suitable for beginners. And actually it's one of the, it's one of the three workouts with the uh, mm -hmm. athletics app. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's perfect for beginners. Uh, but after practicing day by day, it becomes one of the easiest workouts uh, that he's, he's, he's enjoying that workout. So that's Athena. That was week one's workout of the week. This week, we're going to move on to something that is definitely not something that people find easy. Uh, we're going to talk about Metis, one of the most notorious, notorious uh, freeletics workouts. Yep. Because on paper, I can remember, my, I, I'll never forget my first experience of Metis um uh, let's just summarize that before we get going any further so metis is is it seems when you look at it it seems like a really short straightforward workout so it's three rounds the first round is 10 burpees 10 climbers and then 10 jumps the second round 25 burpees 25 climbers then 25 jumps and the third round 10 burpees 10 climbers and 10 jumps now this one is a, just an oxygen sapping beast it it takes all your oxygen out of you and you get everything you have <laughs> it's, it's, it's so hard i mean with my my pb is actually three minutes 51 but i know for a fact that that three minutes 51 was the hardest three minutes of my life it was it it, it just saps all the oxygen out of your lungs and you just find yourself mm -hmm. fighting for breath it's the the combination of the burpees and the climbers and then when you get to the jumps you've just got nothing you've got nothing in the tank whatsoever yeah um, it, it's a really, really, really notoriously difficult freeletics workout. Mm -hmm. um, how about how about you? When do you, you remember your first Metis? The first time I did uh, Metis, it was uh, in my bedroom. Uh, I remember the time and the day. It was uh, my day off, and uh, I woke up in the morning and I, I wanted to try something else. I didn't have a coach back then, mm -hmm. and uh, I wanted to be. A coach of myself and i said okay why not let me do metis yeah and it was um it was the best mistake i ever done you know uh it was it was crazy i started and i, I saw i saw the numbers 10 10 10 25 and the rest and i said okay it's gonna be something i can manage Everyone but i, I gave mistake. my best and i remember at the end saying how is this possible such a short workout having me feel like i, I just done with uh, aphrodite yeah. You know, it's just crazy. And uh, yeah, my first time was um, almost seven minutes. And uh, yeah, my time right now, my PB was, it's a uh, four minutes and 21 seconds. Yeah. And uh, every time feels the same. It, <laughs> the it's same not, nightmare. It's, it's ridiculous. I think everyone makes the same mistake with Metis. They look at it mm -hmm. and they think that's, that's so manageable. That's, that's mm -hmm. you know, that's going to be so easy. It's like you're doing the codes day and, oh. and, and you have like a short codes day. You have like, let's say a skill progression and an interval and you see the mm -hmm. interval, you say, yeah, okay, I can manage that. And then you're starting the interval in the second round. You're like, oh my God, like what's going on? Uh, yeah, beautiful uh, yeah. workout, Metis. Another thing about Metis is all the all the lessons to be learned with Metis are learned in your first attempt. The second one, you know, you go in there and mentally you're like, right, okay, I, this this is going to be 
this is going to be a lot harder than it looks. And I, I learned everything I need to know about this from that first experience with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can remember the second one. You, you, you do you do sort of dread it when it comes up. You sort of think, oh, no, oh, no. I'm in for a bit of a killer here. And it, it literally is it's a, it's a five-minute workout. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, like you said, your first time was seven minutes. It's 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 just really difficult. It, it, it literally does remove all the oxygen mm-hmm. from body. It's because you get those. You start with those those burpees, and obviously you're pushing for a PB each time. With Metis, it's such a short workout. You go into it thinking, right, I'm going to hit a PB. This isn't one of those workouts where you think, okay, this is going to be a a muscle building, strength building workout that I can grind mm-hmm. out those reps and, and you know really take my time. The whole point of this is this is this is going back to what we just spoke about. This is your hundred meter sprint as far as the freeletics workouts are concerned. This is the this exactly is the, exactly this is the biggest test of your of your 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 stamina and, and it, it it's a little pocket explosion. It's a pocket rocket. <laughs> pocket rocket. Yeah, <laughs> so true. Exactly, so true. And it's very tricky because you go from the jumps to the burpees. And then yeah. you go again from the burpees to the burpees and jumps to burpees. And, uh, you know, the jumps, it's, you think the jumps, it's so, they're going to be so easy mm-hmm. and easier than the burpees. And it's so funny that at the second round, the jumps become harder than the burpees. And you say, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I'm, ju- I'm just jumping. And mm-hmm. uh, it's a wonderful workout. It is fantastic. And then going from that, that when you get for the, to the second round, when you've got 25 reps, going from those 25 jumps straight back into the 10 burpees. <laughs> okay. Yeah, back to the burpees. Okay. Oh, it's going to be like that, is it? Okay. I can't wait. I can't wait for the for the feedback of uh, of this workout. I want to see what the people That's are going to say if they still remember the uh, the first time they did Metis. That's right. And the PB, of course. Yeah, how definitely. Well, then let's say then. Let's say, okay, so contact us let us know what what, what were your feelings on on metis so uh shape by gods at gmail.com is the uh is the email address um we want to hear your feedback on metis i think we're going to get a lot of information about metis because as soon as you mm-hmm. bring that workout as soon as you bring it up in any conversation with a free athlete group it, it is instantly you know if you say so uh, what have you got today our oh, coach has given me metis then everyone sort of breathes in and sighs like oh okay okay good luck <laughs> yeah <laughs> good luck with that <laughs> everyone says, hey, i have a skill progression and a metis and we're like oh yeah. my god what are you gonna go through and you know it's a five let's say right if you because oh, i don't want to be uh offensive to other people you know it can be five ten fifteen minutes whatever the time is you know it's a very hard workout and it's so fun yeah. it's, it's a short workout it has the same psychological effect you, you so you've got on one hand you've got metis which is which is a, a like a really quick five minute workout and then the other mm-hmm. hand you've got something like helios and i think there's not a lot between them i think it, there's said, a balance there is a balance there is a balance Hel- yeah. helios is, is like is sometimes a, a, a 35 to 45 minute workout at best it's a hard mm-hmm. that's, that is a high rep that's the difference with Helios. It's a high rep, slow workout that, you know, you've really got, a, it's like a marathon. Whereas mm-hmm. Metis, you still get that same fear with Metis because you think, okay, it's only going to be five minutes, but I'm going to be an absolute mess in a minute. <laughs> it's it's going to be an absolute mess. <laughs> he's, he's sweating so much and he's just so red all over, you know, your face is red, the hands are red, the chest is red, the legs are red. And you say, what happened here? Just five minutes, That's five it. minutes, 10 minutes just can bring you to, to the next level the, the level that 
many people looking for, you know, just yeah. a quick burner. I think you can turn it around in your head. If you go into that thinking, okay, this is going to be horrible, but in five, 10 minutes time, I'm going to be done with it. It's going to be done. So let's, let's get it done. Mm -hmm. Let's get, let's mm -hmm. get on this. I think if you, if you approach it that way, whereas with, with Helios, if you've got a 45 minute thing ahead of you, that's very difficult to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to have to take this one rep at a time. Whereas with Metis, you can go in and say, okay, I'm going to give it everything I can. I surely, surely I could put all of my energy into something for five, 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, if you think about the grand scale mm -hmm. of life and how long your life has been, how long it is and how much you've achieved already, let's just get really uncomfortable for five minutes. A very, a very quick one on this one, what you said. Uh, the time the time is going to pass anyway, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. And I remember myself, I uh, wanted to do a quick workout like Metis, let's say, for example. And sometimes I was just losing motivation and I didn't have any motivation to do it. And I wasn't doing it. And then when the time was going by, let's say half an hour after, an hour after, I was looking back and now I never done the workout, right? In the day, I was looking back and I say, and I was bringing myself an hour back and I say an hour back, I decided not to do it, but I say the time, the time is going to go by anyway. Yeah. It's going to buy anyway. So deciding not to do it, it was the biggest mistake because I said to myself, if I've done Metis, it would take me like 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever. Now I would be here where I am right now, an hour after, yeah. but with Metis done, and yeah. I would be getting stronger for the next level. So it's, yeah. really, uh, it's really good to, you know, to pay the discipline and just do it right now and pay the pain uh, right now instead of paying, uh, paying the pain of regret uh, later because time doesn't go back now. That's you done, you lost it. So it. it's better to do it than regret it after. And that ties us nicely back into our earlier conversation about motivation. Uh, sometimes making that decision to do the hardest thing right now, it's very difficult mm -hmm. to make that decision now, uh, where to, to make that decision to do something very difficult that's going to benefit you in the future. But an hour later, you're always going to be glad you did it. You're always going to yep. be glad you did very it. Never going to get it. You're never going to get an hour down the line and say, oh, thank God I didn't do that workout. Never going to happen. Okay, Angelo, that concludes episode four of the Shape by Gods podcast. And we think we've covered some really good things this weekend. Uh, so we want to hear from you about Metis. Let us know your experiences, shapebygods at gmail.com or find us on, uh, on, on Instagram or the YouTube channel. Find us, get in touch with us. Let us know about that epic workout, which uh, we've all got experience with. We've all experienced it. Um, and if you haven't done it yet as a free athlete, I, uh, I, I urge you to give it a go. It's, it's, it's going to be very uncomfortable for you, but afterwards you're going, to, you're, going to, you're going to understand exactly what we're talking about with that beast. Right. So thank you very much, Angelo. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you so much, Oli, and everybody who's listening. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody that's listening, every, all the feedback, we've been getting some valuable feedback. I urge you to continue giving us that feedback because we are learning so much from you. Uh, this is what this is all about. This isn't us trying to teach everyone else something this is us trying to learn something from everyone else this is you know this this is how we grow as individuals uh we learn from you uh we've always learned from you uh sharing all our experiences in this community is is what drives us on so thank you so much everybody for listening um 
and we will see you next time for some more Shaped by God's podcast. Awesome. Can't wait. See you, space. Can't wait to uh, read your feedback. Enjoy Let's your day. Let's go. Have a great week, everybody.